This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we go as a follow-up to what we heard earlier today from the Premier as well as Jerry Diaz with Unifor, uh, both having met in Detroit. Uh, the Premier also uh, sat down with executives at General Motors, and shortly thereafter he sat down with the head of Unifor and uh, gave him the bad news that GM pretty much uh, staying the course and not budging on their decision to close the Oshawa plant. But nonetheless, Doug Ford now says he's going to do everything he can uh, to make a commitment to continue uh, helping the people in Durham region impacted this. Uh, He said, following the meeting with Unifor, I promised to press General Motors execs to extend operations at the Oshawa plant in order to give the affected workers more time to deal with the impacts of the closure. And despite raising this on repeated instances, I was disappointed to hear that General Motors' position has not changed. Let's get the full context. Joining me on the line, David Patterson is the Vice President of Corporate and Environmental Affairs for General Motors Canada. He's joined the Oakley Show. Mr. Patterson, good to have you back. Good afternoon. Hi, John. Well, uh, I guess, does that kind of sum it up, Doug Ford saying or reiterating that uh, there's no position change on the closure of the Oshawa plant? Yeah, I was in the meetings um, this morning, and, uh, you know, the the Premier obviously very focused on making sure that that we grow business in Ontario. Uh, Actually, most of our conversation this morning was about new opportunities that we can work on together uh, right here in the Toronto area. Um, where we're hiring a 1,000 software engineers, and we have some plans for downtown Toronto for some new sites where we've invested in new testing facilities, all all technologies for the future. And so we had most of our discussion on that, working together to actually create more jobs, and we think we can do a lot of that. We did, uh, the Premier did, uh, as you described, come forward and ask about uh, the the uh, the timing with the Oshawa plant, and we did confirm that uh, there's no viable business case uh, because of changes in the market and because the uh, the plant has been very low uh, capacity utilization under 30 percent, and all of the suggestions that have been brought forward and have been studied would would cost a billion dollars and create a negative return. Uh, so we don't have a business case, and we're going to proceed uh, in a way that takes care of our people in an extremely generous way, and we talked about that as well. I just wanted to ask you about uh, the whole business case or model, because Jerry Diaz, uh, when we have him on, he reiterates that, you know, the country, uh, the province, helped to bail General Motors out, and uh, the promise was to keep the contract or the company uh, in Oshawa, the plant, viable until 2020. Uh, He feels still that GM should be beholden to the Canadian taxpayer, and certainly fulfill the obligation of the contract to 2020 rather than the end of the year this year. Yeah, I, I'm getting a little tired of Jerry, uh, you know, stretching the truth to the extreme on some of these points. Um, you know, the reality is that I was there in 2009. We met all of the terms of that support. We invested $3.5 billion back into the Ontario economy, into our plants. We just put a new product and a huge investment into our Ingersoll plant. We invested half a billion dollars into Oshawa. And on top of that, we put $4 billion into our pension fund, which now supports Jerry's members. And so we've, uh, far from, as Jerry claimed, not paying back, we paid back everything and reinvested right here in Ontario. So, uh, you know, let's not uh, fall to, to some of the lies. I mean, the other one that I hear all the time is that we're moving jobs to Mexico. We're not moving any jobs to Mexico. It's ridiculous. I mean, uh, what we are doing 
is uh, investing in a change in our business because the business is changing. And uh, we haven't, uh, General Motors hasn't built a plant in Mexico for 10 years. Uh, what we have done is invested $800 million in putting a new vehicle into our CAMI plant. Um, so, you know, um, it gets a little frustrating hearing some of the Pinocchios out there. But what we do need to do is move forward. We're willing to invest a lot more. We're going to stay here as a manufacturer. We've got a vibrant plant in St. Catharines. We've got a vibrant manufacturing plant in CAMI. We produce almost exactly as much as we sell here in Canada. So uh, what we talked about today with the Premier was really encouraging and positive. Obviously, he wants to make a, a positive difference, and we're going to work together to attract even more investment here in the new technologies. That was an interesting point you just made about uh, selling as many vehicles as you produce. Now, that's another point that Jerry finds uh, as peevish because he says uh, we do build Less cars in Mexico, but buy about 300,000 per year. That's his figure. Uh, and so he says it's, uh, I guess, a skewed uh, model that the Mexicans get the bulk of the work, uh, whereas they don't buy as much of the product. Yeah, so let's let's actually talk about the real numbers. So, in fact, we sold about 210,000 vehicles in the retail market this year, and we produced almost exactly the same number in our Ingersoll plant. So after Oshawa we'll have that one-to-one -one balance, which is the same balance as Ford Canada has. And uh, we're one of the five companies that do produce in Canada. The other Korean companies, the other companies from Europe, they don't produce anything in Canada. So we're going to continue to be a manufacturer here. We're going to build as much as we sell here. We're going to continue to do that. We're not shipping anything to Mexico. And we're going to support uh, our workers with full pensions, we're going to have extraordinary supports for them, including paying for the training for some 5,000 jobs that have been identified to us by employers that have called and said, I will hire all of your Oshawa workers. So we're going to treat people well and we're going to manage a transition, but that's what companies have to do. They have to transition, they have to move into new technologies. And the good news for us is that we can do that right here in Ontario, which is the hottest software market on the planet. You mentioned the jobs that would be on offer from the uh, various employers in the Durham region. Uh, what are what's the nature of these jobs? I mean, an automotive uh, assembler's job uh, in certain instances is a fairly good deal. I mean, with the benefits and all the rest and uh, the hourly wage. Uh, so, what are we talking about comparables here? Well, just today there's a job fair that's being put on by uh, Mitsubishi which produces, has an assembly uh, of aircraft uh, um, wings that are made in the, uh, right by the Toronto airport. And so they're hiring 100 workers to do assembly work that's almost exactly the same type of work as we do in Oshawa. So we've made our uh, employees aware of that. And I'm getting lots and lots of emails from our own employees saying, when are we going to get on with it? When are we going to get our packages from GM so I can know more about these jobs that I'm interested for my next shift. But we're stuck as Jerry moves forward with his campaign. At some point, we're going to have to sit down. We're going to have to decide what are the, uh, the final packages that we can provide for our workers so that they can transition to the next job. There's other ones in our community, too. Uh, we have, we've talked, I think, on this show about OPG and the refurbishment at Darlington with a whole variety of different types of jobs they'll need over the next two years. They've reached out to us saying we would like to hire all your workers and we will do some training. And General Motors said we'll put somewhere between 5 and $10 million on the table to start with 
to pay for any training that our workers need so that they can move to those new jobs. So we're talking about workers that are going to have a pension. They're going to have a $60,000 payout. They're going to have a new car given to them. And we're going to pay for them to be trained and move into into their next job. And that's what's in the contract right now before we sit down and start to negotiate how we can help them even further. So we want to be generous. We want to take care of our employees. But sometimes businesses have to change. And to put a stake in the ground saying that a business has to continue producing vehicles in a plant where you're going to lose money doesn't make any sense. What makes even less sense is to try and hold their suppliers hostage uh, which also supply other plants and other companies. Um, you know, this is starting to uh, to to revert to old-style union tactics that are really irresponsible. Well, uh, yeah, and uh, Doug Ford did mention earlier today in his uh, message after the meeting with executives, and you said you were there as well, that he's going to do everything he can to help with the job training and employment supports in the Durham region, and we will not rest until Ontario is open for business uh, Good-paying jobs chased away by the previous win, lib- win liberal government returned to Ontario, and the people of Oshawa are able to land on their feet. So will you be working in conjunction with the Ontario government in that regard? We already are. We're meeting with the Ontario government's training department. We have uh, four of our colleges in Durham region uh, centered around Durham College, two universities, and 21 employers all working together in a consortium where people will be able soon to move and look at a new portal, learn about the new job opportunities, be able to determine what training they might need, and if they choose to not just retire on their GM pension, but move on to the next job, which we hope they do, then we'll have uh, that transition supported um, uh, and help those people move so that 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 next round of jobs will come forward, as we've seen in other communities where we've gone through these changes. But I I challenge anyone to be able to name a company that has a more generous uh, round of um, supports, including training, in this type of situation. And that's that's what we expect of ourselves. We have to be judged by a high standard because of the circumstances that we're going through. Finally, got to ask you, because uh, a moment or two ago, you did allude to uh, Jerry Diaz's campaign. Now, uh, they're talking about work stoppages in certain plants. Some have already occurred, perhaps going forward, as well as planning court proceedings on the matter I, rose, uh, I brought up earlier about uh, contracting out till 2020 as opposed to the end of this year. Uh, what are your comments on that? Well, there, there's provisions, and Jerry knows well, within the contract that indicate that when there are significant economic changes, such as the massive shift that we've seen from sedans uh, being uh, sort of 40% of the market down to 20% of the market, when we see circumstances like a very low capacity uh, in the plant and, and those types of changes, there are provisions in the contract that allow for these types of uh, circumstances to be overriding. So you're not getting the full story. Um, and so we're very happy to sit down and deal with that in whatever way Jerry wants to do. But what we really would like to do is sit down and take care of our workers and sit down uh, and agree what are the packages that we can pay our workers as they make their transition this year so that they can be ready to move on to the jobs that are available. We've got about the hottest and strongest economy and the lowest unemployment level in Canadian history. So we'd like our General Motors workers to be at the front of the line to take advantage of those new jobs. And you continue on in St. Catharines and Ingersoll then? Absolutely. Uh, We have uh, one of the best engine and transmission plants 
um, in North America, in St. Catharines. We have a brand new uh, investment in the uh, Ingersoll plant that uh, produces over 200,000 Chevrolet Equinoxes, and it's right in the sweet spot of the market. So as I say, we're going to continue to be a vibrant manufacturer here. We're not going anywhere, despite some of the things you're hearing. And so uh, we're going to stay here. We're going to grow. We are by far and away the light, the, the largest uh, hirer and uh, supporter of new technology jobs in the auto sector. And after all, that is where the industry is going. And so if we can hire a 1,000 people and have relationships with our universities and help startups to grow in Ontario, that'll be the next big supply chain for the future. So that's where we spent most of our time talking with the Premier today. And, uh, yeah, he believes that he's also setting up uh, an environment that would be more pro-business and business-friendly. So uh, would you uh, confirm that, or uh, what's your sense? Yeah, I certainly would. I, uh, you know, the, the, the type of things that we're seeing both at the federal level and at the provincial level to support the auto sector are fantastic. They're really positive types of things. They're very serious. And, and uh, you know, we, we are going to see one plant affected here, but we have a whole vibrant range of plants, including our plants here in Ontario. And we are linked together with the, with the governments. I think they're doing the right things to help inspire new investment. What doesn't inspire investment are old-style union tactics that basically say not wanted here. That's what we don't need. We've got to get past that. We've got to take care of our people, and we've got to invest in the future. I appreciate your time as always, and uh, we'll keep a watchful eye on how things transpire going down the road. Thanks so much, David. Thanks, Jack. Okay. David Patterson, again, is the Vice President of Corporate and Environmental Affairs for General Motors Canada. So it's kind of a tale of uh, two different adversaries here uh, in the cauldron of car manufacturing, Uh, the guy from headquarters and the guy from the union. And somewhere in between, Doug Ford uh, trying to ameliorate the situation the best he can. And uh, in his meeting today with GM execs, uh, he reiterated, they're closing down that shop, but they're going to do their best in conjunction with the plant uh, or the the company to uh, make it a softer landing for some of the employees. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.